God, well, right. Hold on, let me just. There we go. Do you know what? I'm so glad I'm not a feet person because that, that I'd be. Oh, I'd have to have a word with myself. Really. Just what's the, what's the point of it? To the MO podcast, as always, you're here with me, Contamatia Sam. And me, Atreya. <laughs> if you're listening to this on Spotify or not using YouTube, that was a bit flat because I seem to be par- being, have been parroted there. Uh, it's just for once, like, could you not, like, do it a different way? Like, it's literally, like, the tone... The, the, just like everything, I can mimic it, even in terms of timing, like, just change it up a little bit, you know? Just surprise me! Boo! No, didn't surprise you. No, okay. No. Okay. I can't, I don't even you know, I don't, do I don't, I don't. <laughs> You literally can't do it any differently than... Hello and welcome all into the M.O. podcast. As always, you're here with me, Contumacious Ant, and my co-host. You always say it exactly the same way. We've already proved this on the TikTok video, remember? Yeah. Hey, y'all out there in listener land. Do it the better. I think I prefer the original. Yes, well, that's what we're sticking with, so fuck off. Anyway, moving on. Sorry. It's a catchphrase. It's what I'm known for. That and not being allowed near schools. Oh, God. Oh, me. Should have had wine. (laughs) Anyway, right. Hello. Welcome to the MO podcast. How are you doing? Fucking less like the Chuckle Brothers, yeah? No, I'm just keeping it that way. You can fuck off, okay. right? <laughs> that, that's a lot of editing that I'm not going to do. Yeah. Just putting a jingle at the end. So today... We, uh, on our last episode ever, <laughs> uh, looking for a new co-host, just uh, DM me, uh, the uh, the Twitter hashtag there. Uh, so today we are going to be covering something that is, again, a little bit different, but I found this on Instagram and it is it has kept me amused so it's something called the depths of wikipedia and they show just random wikipedia articles and you 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 know one 
because I've already shown you one, and we will talk about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it gets a bit dark, that one, really. Uh, so, they're on Instagram, and if you want to follow them, they're Depths of Wikipedia, obviously. But they show up just random Wikipedia articles, and it is quite amusing just to see what is on there, really, if you don't. If you just skim it, it's fine, but there's a few funny things. So the first one we're going to talk about is the Dublin Whiskey Fire. Now, obviously, as I've said, it is on Wikipedia, but I have researched other sources for this, so it's not just, I'm not just going off. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I have done my research on this for once. Uh, I've, I've ventured out on on page two of the google search uh stretch my legs a bit on this one so the dublin whiskey fire was on june the 18th in 1875 now a huge fire erupted in the liberties district of dublin now it's pretty much central dublin it's just uh, off temple bar and if you don't know dublin temple bar is like right downtown where all the bars are obviously uh and in the liberties district this is where most pretty much all of the beer and whiskey production was carried out so as you can imagine if a fire started there it's going to spread pretty rapid because obviously whiskey is quite flammable so yeah pretty much i mean that was the main cause of the fire and it was the main cause of people's deaths as well now i'll go into it but i think 13 people died in this but they didn't die through smoke insulation they didn't burn to death did they spontaneously combust they could have done after doing what they did but the fire started at malone's malt house now here more than five thousand barrels of spirits were stored and as soon as the flames got into them barrels it exploded and a raging torrent of lava which was drinkable flowed through the neighborhood at one point this goblet of fire was two foot high Two foot wide, six inch. Okay, I've I've wrote this badly. Was two foot high. No, it must have been two foot wide, six inches high, and stretched four hundred meters down on the side of Mill Street. So this is just like a tsunami of magma coming towards people. And because obviously of its nature, whiskey, it's going to burn anything it comes into contact with. And there was a lot of shacks and tenements uh, in this side of the town. It was the poorer side of town. And they soon started to set on fire. Now, to add to the confusion, because this was less than 50 years after the potato famine, people were still trying to pick up and, and find a living wherever they could. Many people kept their crops and the farm animals within their shacks within their tenements and 
they kind of got a little bit mad. I just started running down the fucking road, obviously. As you would. Yeah, indeed. I love that woman on the like right there that was looking after her pig. She was like carrying it along, like oh, we'll be okay. That's it. Yeah, she's gonna it say that. Pig, isn't it? Yeah, uh, 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 or a really fat child. Uh, yeah. I, I can't see any ginger hair on it, so it's probably not Irish. Uh, I can say that I'm Irish. It's not racist. Uh, so, on, upon... I'd love upon, to know what nationalities you aren't, because I feel like the list is so much smaller. Dad put it about a bit. Uh, so, upon appearing on the scene, the fire chief, uh, Captain James Robert Ingram who was a previous fire chief in New York. He was a little bit unconventional. Like, in previous episodes of fire, he reasoned rather than put out a fire on a ship, they may as well just sink it. Because it's in water. It's logical. I mean, it is, but how are you salvaging the ship? Yeah, that weren't his concern. His concern was the but fire. The fire, not what was on the yeah. ship. It's just fire went out. I get my bonus. Uh... So, but even he knew that to pour water on a alcohol fire would be kind of a little bit of a no-no. Because obviously you throw oil on a fat fire kind of thing, it's just going to spray up. So, he did the only thing that he could think of, which... When, 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 you, when he comes to the solution, he mustn't have been thinking that long. Because he ordered his men to grab all the horse manure they could find and throw it on the fire. Bearing in mind, a lot of pigs and cows and cattle have been running through the streets, so there must have been a lot of it about. So, mm-hmm. he must have just looked down and gone, Oh, you know what we can use? Shit. Light bulb moment. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, it. To be fair, to be fair to him, this was his plan B. His first plan of action was to pull up the paving stones and shovel sand and soil on the fire. But it didn't actually slow this fire down and he thought horse crap was the best solution for it. In fairness to him, it actually worked and the thick dung formed dams and the fire eventually dissipated. But... Being the spirited people the Irish are, this actually caused a secondary problem. Because there was the fire was out, but there was still, effectively, whiskey and alcohol running down the streets. So, according to the Irish Times, it is stated that caps... Porringers and other vessels were in great requisition to scoop up the liquor as it flowed down the burning premises. As disgusting as it may seem, some fellows were observed to take off their boots and use them as drinking cups. I mean, yeah, whatever's at hand, right? Personally, I didn't even think that far ahead. In my mind, I was just like, I'd have been on the pavement like... (laughs) I didn't even think, oh my god, I could have taken a shoe off. That's ingenious! Yeah... But, out of the 24 people taken to hospital that night, 13 died of alcohol poisoning. There were no reported injuries of death from fire or smoke inhalation. 
So, and, le and let's... spontaneous combustion. No. But let's just put this into a little bit of perspective. In the Great Fire of London, only six people died. Really? Yeah. According to official records, only six people died in the Great Fire of London. And it dis destroyed a third of the city. And that was... They didn't have any booze to make them feel better. Exactly. And that was just from fire. So... All these people got out of the fire and then went back with pots and pans and went, fucking hell, we're missing out, lads. I mean, uh, yeah, they, they went out good, though, right? They went out on their own terms, as is mm -hmm. the Irish way. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there is a, uh, a really good article on this about it, and I will link it down, and it's one of the secondary sources i have done third and fourth on this one uh <laughs> but it is it is quite a good article it is quite not amusing obviously people died but they died in a traditional way that irish people would like to go out um, yeah i mean to have alcohol poisoning though you must have to drink like to die from alcohol poisoning you must have to drink so much alcohol to the point where you probably aren't even conscious this is the thing in in one night it, it wasn't like over a course of nights. This is one night and they just went, fill that porridge pot up. I'm going out the way I came in. Just run into the house. Everybody give me every single pair of, <laughs> pairs of shoes that you have got. <laughs> Bring them to my back. I should be back in an hour. Tied up all the shoes around the neck. Mm -hmm. Selling them on the corner. Do you want a, a stiletto or a boot of of whiskey today? Uh, oh my god, the ingenious people that buy thigh high boots. Huh. Maybe maybe they were the people that died. They were ruining that <laughs> ruining that purchase. Ah, fuck it out. For like two hours or something. I do the yard of ale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it up. Got to two under this one. Fuck me. John, get on the end of it. Get on the end of it. Tip it up. Can't get the reach. Like two of them hold it yeah. up. One of them just. Uh... <laughs> There's still a bit in it. There's still a bit in it. Wiggle the heel. <laughs> yeah. No, that's. I mean, you're going out. Yeah, like you say, on your own terms, though. But I'm not overly sure what those people thought was going to happen if they. Quite literally drank themselves into oblivion. Yeah, and bear in mind it was mixed with horse manure and whatever else was on the street, so... Hashtag worth it. Uh, yeah, again, I'm going, going on the uh, stereotypical, maybe silly Irishman there, but I can no, say I have a good time. Well, yeah, <laughs> indeed. Indeed, yeah, fucking hell. Uh, well, I, so, I actually am a quarter Irish, so, you know, that would explain my drinking problem, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm an alcoholic, so I must be full-blown. Uh, so, so the next one that came up on the depths of Wikipedia is uh, something that you, you know about, which is the Southport Sockman. So... Now, this, it sounds, it, yeah, I'll just go into it. In 1998, in the seaside uh, town of Southport, which is Liverpool by the sea, 
to be quite honest. It's Liverpool with the beach, is what it is. It's not even anything. Two men set about with what can only be described as a cunning plan to have their sexual gratification needs met. Now, Stephen Bain and Stephen Gawthorpe were, definitely still are, foot fetishes, as we shall see. Uh, and in order to satisfy this niche hobby that they had, they set into motion a plan that would see them collect over 10,000 used socks. So, how, you are asking? The two men would travel into Liverpool and under the guise of collecting for charity, they would dupe unsuspecting and pretty much, to be fair, most of the time, the wrong side of four pints of Stella people into handing over their socks. Now, on the face of it, it's not an easy thing to do because... Like, how, why, where, what? But, they came up with a plan that was as cunning as a fox that had just been elected to the uh, Professor of Cunning at Oxford University. Lovely Blackadder quote there. Yes, I know, I was, you may tell that I was watching it when I was researching this. Uh, So, as Andy Smith who is one of their victims, and uh, that is him there with his sock that he handed over. And Andy has gone on to do a documentary about these people. Uh, he's, he's got it on, I think there's a crowdfunder for him, so if you want to hear about his side of the story. But he was one of the quote marks victims of this ruse. He explains it as these guys were coming in and collecting under the guise of Macmillan nurses. Now, they would approach people and they'd say, we understand times are hard because this was 98, there was a recession going on, no one had any money, but they could all afford to go out and get pissed. Which is normal whenever anything's happening because people could afford that, but... They say, we understand times are hard, being in a recession, so we have a novelty target people can can contribute towards as well. We try to collect 10,000 socks. So, obviously, you go, why? What are you going to do with them would be my question. This is the thing, and then what they kind of said was we're going to get them recycled and then maybe resold so we can earn money for the charity that way now bearing in mind the people that they approached were in pubs and clubs so they weren't they they weren't going around at well it's liverpool so maybe they were going around at two o'clock on a tuesday but They, they were going out at times when people would be having a drink, having a good time kind of thing. And if that's what you're into, I don't think it's that a bad an idea. Uh, I mean, what about the people that have got, like, verrucas and athletes' foot? Like, even if you recycle it, surely it doesn't kill all the horrible bacteria? 
I mean, I wouldn't not want to use somebody else's socks. I don't think they were using them in the way you no, think they were using them. I know they, they were, were but them. I would straight if somebody came up to me and they were like, "Yeah, no, we're gonna recycle them," I would be like, "No, no," because a, my feet will get blisters because I wouldn't be wearing any socks with these shoes. Bad move. And secondly, I am not convinced that you can recycle. So I also like, what about Veruca's? And I would be, I would be questioning this. I wouldn't be straight away. Also, you know, I have some really cool socks. I've got a pair of socks with cats on. I've got a pair of socks with "fuck your shit" written on them. I wouldn't be parting with those, not even for charity. Indeed, indeed. But we, 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 we shall see as the story progresses. I mean, we could ask someone that we uh, that we know what people get out of looking at feet, but. Uh... Do we know anyone that has a foot fetish? I, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I've heard of someone, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, but OnlyFans, sign up. Uh, hmm. You better put that clip from the start on. Like a link to like pay £5 and you can see this clip. Yeah. It was a close-up. It's a good clip. I weren't impressed, but whatever. Uh, You're not a foot person. Oh, that clip. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about... Anyway. Uh... <laughs> wow. So, uh... so, as well as taking the socks of people, the hosiery highwayman... I had to put that in because I used the thesaurus for that. Uh, also had an unusual request. They asked the people handing over their socks to be photographed with the socks. Now, when they were questioned as to why, they explained that they needed photographic proof that they were okay handing over these socks. Because if A they're world of no. But if their bosses like were like, where did all these socks come from? It was to cover their, their themselves. So it. And why are you trying to protect them? <laughs> I, I think why are you making it seem like this is a normal thing to do? I think this is fucking genius. The way they covered their asses and they went, "Well, if my bosses ask, I've got to have photographic proof that you have actually handed over this sock, and I've not actually just taken your socks." Because you've got to think about it. If they're selling this idea as trying to get ten thousand socks for charity, if someone questions them, like go, well, you could just be mugging people on the street. Give me your socks. Yeah, like, that's a, even a thing. Like, if I ever got, if I ever, ever, ever get mugged, I hope that's all they want to take. Do you want my socks? I mean, I'm, I, I like this pair, but it's if it's my socks on my bank card, you know, I can always get my bank card replaced and just cancel that one. I do like those socks. I mean, no, but if it's, like, my phone or my socks, just take them, you know? Be an intense, intense discussion. Uh, Done like 7,000 steps today, so they're not in the best state, just so you know. Oh my god. I can hear the thirst already. Uh, so when the sockmen were raided by the police, the uh, all the socks, which were apparently 18 inches deep within their flat, they were found hanging from lampshades in the oven and there was some even in the microwave. One officer commented that it was like an explosion in a sock factory. 
in a dirty sock factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think they clean them. But what, 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 what were they putting them in the oven for? <laughs> but what they did do is thousands of socks were found in individual sandwich wrappers with a, the picture, the photo that they had taken on the front of it, stapled to it. So they knew which socks came from which people. So then, with that logic, did they only pick people that they quite fancied? I mean... Because what's the point of that, then? The, 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 the phrase springs to mind, you don't look at the, the mantelpiece when you're poking the fire. That, I mean, surely that is, that is what goes through any foot fetish's mind, really. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Why do they care what the person looks like? They're not looking at the face. Maybe they just remember their smell. Oh. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, but the sock men, they were sent to prison for 18 months. And even while there, they managed to get a job in the laundry room. Which had... Then they, they, they had access. They the washing machine swallowed socks. Yeah. Is that well, not a classic? Yeah. So they had access to hundreds of prisoners' socks. And they're in prison for pretty much <laughs> stealing Sock socks. <laughs> now... Do you know what it is? You know what's irritating? Sorry. Do you know what's no. really irritating, though, right? Murderers, right? And I'm talking, like, the worst of the worst murderers, like... Child murderers, animal murderers, people like that. They get like two years in prison. Child murderers and animal murderers in the same sentence. That's okay, yeah. fine, okay, yeah. I no. prefer animals to children. Yeah, okay, you do fine, as well. fine, no. Um, and they get like two years in prison. These guys nick a bunch of people's socks who gave them them willingly and they get 18 months in prison. I do not understand the justice system. So, so, this, this is, this is where the case gets a little bit not just sock theft. So, because it is, it's a little bit, it is a little bit amusing, but there is a little bit of an undertone to this because there was apparently a master and a slave relationship between these two people. So one of them was called the Sock Gimp. So, as you can imagine... And as they became more well-known around Southport and Liverpool, they would actually go up to people and offer to buy socks from them. It got to the point that people would go out with two or three pairs of socks on their feet. I mean, yeah, yeah. And what about if you had a spare pair in your bag? Do they only want to wear ones that you had on your feet? Like, or like, could you just be like, well, I've got a spare, but I didn't wash them. I've just got them straight out of the washing basket. If that makes it any better. I've got like a whole bag, like a bin bag full here of just, I was going to put them in the wash, but if you're going to give me a tenner for each pair, yeah. I, I, th I think they may have done a smell test. Dirty so. socks is dirty socks, isn't it? Exactly. But now the reason for the severe uh, sentencing so a lot of the people that they would approach were skateboarders now 
I'm not saying, not generalising, but a lot of skateboarders are younger people. Tony Hawk isn't. No, but no one knows who Tony Hawk is because everyone asks him, do you look like Tony Hawk? That's because most people have only seen him in the fucking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game, and that was like 20 years ago. He doesn't look like he, like he was never going to age. No, but if you've not seen the thing where he like he tweets out, he get he he, he always gets asked that he looks like, oh, Tony, you Hawk. Look like Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah, and no one no one recognizes him even at the passport. Oh, he he went he went through he was traveling, and someone looked at his passport and went Tony Hawk, <laughs> like that famous skateboarder. Oh, you look like him as well. Oh, that's funny. See you later. And he's like, like, yeah. <laughs> what are the chances of yeah. there being two Tony Hawks that look almost identical? <laughs> Except the Tony Hawk, the skateboarder, was a lot younger than you. I've played Tony Hawk's. Games, <laughs> so I know what he looks like. <laughs> Still got it on PS One. Uh, <laughs> You're like Tony Hawk's dad, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So th- yeah. So this is this is where it gets a little bit like weird. So the skaters were a little bit younger, and. So, when they were wearing two or three pairs of socks, these two people kind of came up with the idea of, well, if you're willing to sell your socks to us, would you be willing to put your feet on Sock Gimp's face for ten minutes? So... I wish they'd asked me. So... I have paid off my student loans. Yeah. So, it was a lot... The sentencing was a lot to do with that minors were involved with this. As far as I have researched, as far as I've looked, there's nothing, no diddling going on or anything like that. But if you're asking a 15-year-old to put your feet, his feet on your face, then you'd need a little bit of uh, restraint in your life. Do you not think maybe it was less because because they were kids? And more because they were they were fifteen year olds that would take a tenner to let them oh, fuck stand me. on their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for for Jesus, if I was fifteen, oh my god, and someone offered yeah. me a tenner. Oh, well, mate, Jesus. I'd do it now. But most people, if you were like, do you want to stand on my face for like ten pounds? You'd be like, fuck off, you dirty twat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. Like fifteen, you know, like you know yourself. 10 quid when you're 15 is a fucking lot of money. That can last all month. You'd be like, <laughs> where do I stand? Yeah, indeed. I, I've, I've got two feet. Give me 10 for each of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you both lie down and do both at the same time, I'll stand on both your faces, squashing your noses if that's what you get off at. In fact, I'll do that. And you can have my socks. Let's call it 50 quid. 50 quid and my squids. So this Come is... Over the- that. This is, this is kind of where they they went a bit wrong. The wrongest that they went was that they didn't have their own dark room and they went down to the ro- local printer print to uh, develop the pictures that they'd taken. Wow. And on one of these pictures was the sock gimp covered in blood. And that's when it was actually rang in and the police got involved with it. Uh, Why was he covered in blood? I don't know. I haven't got to the... I'd never got to the point, the the, the the reason as to why. Maybe it was a bit of 
BDSM that they were doing or whatever. I spend the rest of my life wondering now. It's, well, it's a master and slave relationship. But Andy Smith, as I said, is developing a film about the Sockman. And I will link the article that uh, I, I read through and about what he was what he has said about about this and uh... do you know what it is though as well anybody younger than us probably won't understand why those men had to go to like the like photo the camera shop or even like the pharmacy the pharmacies to do it didn't they and like take like develop your films like why they're not like people people younger than us would be like what 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 is what is this badness? Do you like to take like a little roll of like you've got a like disposable camera and you like get to take your little roll of film down to like the pharmacy or the camera shop and they had to develop it. You come back like a week, two weeks later and you get your pictures, get your holiday pictures back and they was all shit. Yeah. People had always always moved. Indeed, but counterpoint to that, if you are going to be paying people for their socks and to have their feet on your face Invest in a Polaroid camera. Surely. Oh, I know, but... Surely, I mean... I had a Polaroid when I was, like, 15, 16, because I thought they was dead cool back then. I had Polaroid. So the 80s. But, uh, 90s, thank you. Thank you very much. I thought they was well cool. Barely. Right, but... But... <laughs> The pictures was never as good as if you had a the quality. Camera. So you're 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 <laughs> arguing shit, about the quality. Yeah. If I'm paying people for their socks and it's costing me a fucking fortune, <laughs> I want the pictures to be decent quality. I don't want no Polaroid shit. And apart from anything, you get glare on Polaroids. Oh no, no disposable cameras. I see. I totally see where they was coming from with the quality of the camera picture. I think we've learned a lot here today. Uh... You know it makes sense. The quality was shit. If you're paying people all this money and then you're trying to save it as like, you know, some sort of fetish, let's get off to it later kind of shit. You don't want it to be shit quality. But then invest in a dark room. Do you know how much money a dark room is? And then you're They're paying people ten pound a time to put their feet on them faces. But then you have to know how to develop photos as well. Do you know how to develop photos? I don't. I mean, exactly. Could be learned, I suppose. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Didn't have the internet back then, mate. Well, I mean, they did, but probably only at the library. And then, how are they going to explain that? How do I get <laughs> in my own dark room after stealing a bunch of people's socks? The librarian's like, do you need any help with... No, nope, yep. I'll just be... I can see you doing your... Yeah, just gonna... Talking gonna ring the police uh, I mean it gives a, a whole new meaning to the word sock puppet I suppose uh, but yeah so uh, that, that's an interesting one and then the last one that we've got is uh, which I need to do put a trigger warning on because if you listen to us this may happen to you and it's uh, death by laughter nope okay didn't work Okay, uh, but like, subscribe, and comment. Helps uh, the algorithm. Yeah, and maybe you'll die by laughing at us. Or maybe you'll be so distraught and so depressed 
you'll drink yourself into oblivion and die of alcohol poisoning. Yeah. Either way, don't die because we need subscribers. Uh, we do. Uh, the views, at least, anyway. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> so. You get that excited at 31 views. Fucking record. Uh, so there's a few cases of this. And the, the most famous case that I could find was Christophersus of Solly in 240 BC. Oh, shit, I need the right one. Uh, B 204 before classical era. Oh, I've not even got him. Oh, there he is. There he is. Wow, and it's, he was ugly. Yeah. And it, 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 he he died by laughing because he uh, he he made a joke. <laughs> Hashtag dad life. Yeah. He saw a donkey was eating his figs and he yelled, now give the donkey pure wine to wash down them figs. And laughed at his own joke and died. So, different times, I suppose. I mean, Bernard Manning was famous in the 80s and 70s, I suppose, so. I wasn't alive then, dude, so you would know. Yeah, comedy's come a long way since then he, i suppose so he was laughing at a joke that was shit that he made about a donkey in to drink some wine it was his own joke put, as well put that picture back on of him uh, oh no that's chris i mean that's Hello. also that that could have yeah. made you die laughing yeah why the fuck was he not laughing at the fact he was born with elf ears what the shit's that all about Fair point. elf ears and whiskey nose Fair point. Jesus. And is a that... pube beard. It's already weathered, isn't it? Ah, Jesus. Uh... He was probably looking at his own reflection at the same time. Maybe in that's fact, what... Maybe it's the donkey was laughing at him. Maybe he was just looking in a mirror uh, yeah. while eating figs and uh, exclaimed that. Uh, but he, 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 he dropped to the floor and started to foam from the mouth. And I died. Do you think maybe it was... There's a little bit more to it than that. I think so. I think maybe, and as well, Greece in it, ancient Greece and all that. So, I mean, who yeah, knows? I don't know. I just don't. Ancient Greece, like, I suppose, like literally, their everyday entertainment was Pythagoras's theory. So, exactly. You needed you needed to find comedy where you could. And he yeah, was a, I mean, he was a philosopher, so we had nothing good to laugh at in his life. To be fair, none of them did until Bill and Ted came. When Bill and Ted nicked Socrates, then you know, then it all kicked off and it was all hilarious. But up until then, it was like let's laugh at donkeys eating figs. And I bet the donkey was just standing there, like just eating a fig. I don't even know what's funny. I just. Do you know what it is? It's <laughs> fucking rude. Just, just the donkey's just looking at him with his massive thing going. Yeah, I'm just eating a fig. Why are you trying to kill me? Uh, so the first recorded person to die from this affiliation was a painter called... Fucking hell. Zeuxis. And the interesting... The only... <laughs> The only reason I've added this in is because 
A, he's the first person recorded to die of this, but he was involved in a paint-off with a contemporary, which is just like... Fucking Greeks knew everything, didn't they? They knew how to fight. Jesus. So he was involved in a paint-off with uh, Pahasis, and Xerxes painted a bowl of grapes that got the bird pecking at the canvas. It was so real. But... The other guy, I'm not going to try and pronounce that again, asked him to pull back the curtain that hid his painting, and as Xerxes approached it, he was like, oh, the curtain is the painting. So he's pretty fucking stupid, to be quite honest with you, because he thought he was fooled by a painting of a curtain. Yeah. That's pretty dumb. Yeah. That guy didn't get out much, clearly. I know. Or it's... he just didn't have curtains in his house. Well, to be honest with you, they didn't have Dulux real colours back then, did they? So, I mean, they, it would have just been, what? Didn't even, did they have primary colours? Not primary colours, but did they know how to mix green and yellow to make blue? Maybe. I don't know. Back then. They just had a lot of mosaics, didn't they? Exactly. So. But, no, the mosaics were quite in-depth. So, maybe they did know how to mix colours. Because they used to make the little tiles different colours, didn't they? Yeah, but if you're walking up to a mosaic and you think it's a curtain, then that's on you, you're pretty fucking dumb. Hey, on sex savers. Yeah, indeed. Uh, so, but, and as well, he died. The reason why he died by laughing was because he was a bit, bit of a dick. Because uh, he was commissioned by an elderly lady to uh, paint the goddess Aphrodite. And when he questioned what his muse would be. She disrobed in front of him and he started laughing and died. Wow. Yeah, so... That is not a story I would be telling my friends if that had happened to me. Yeah, so well, he, he kind of deserved it. He literally laughed himself to death when I want my tits out. Yeah. <laughs> it's no. not a... No. 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 I mean... Yeah. These... These... Yeah... Yeah, not victim blaming, but there's faults on both sides there, really. Uh, <laughs> that would make me develop serious body dysmorphia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. A little bit lopsided, but... Yeah. Not to laugh yourself to death. Yeah. Feelings, you know. We've all wow, been there. Yeah, we've all been there. Uh, anyway. Uh, you may have. So... <laughs> So, the final one, and the last one, which is probably the best one, was on March of 1975. Alex Mitchell from King's Lynn died laughing while watching the Kung Fu Capers. Now, this was an episode of The Goonies, and I can see your blank face, you don't know who The Goonies are. I know who the Goonies are, just not in the same context that I think that you're talking about. Oh, okay. So, this skit featured a kilt-clad Scotsman with his bagpipes battling a master of the Lancastrian martial art, Ecky Thump, who was armed with a black pudding. So, they were, they were basically doing a martial arts scene with a Scotsman with bagpipes and a Lancastrian with black pudding. Okay. That's hilarious! How is that not funny? I mean, my dad 
literally cried laughing at Mr. Pasty before, and I just kind of stood there like, oh. wasted, wasted. But Alex, after twenty-five minutes of continuous laughter, slumped on the sofa and died of heart failure. I, I feel like I need to know that, like the, the science behind this. Like, how does laughing, like. So, five minutes. Like we've all been there. No, it's basically uh, yeah. It's kind of most of these. Th it's yeah. It's bad health basically. So it'll be short shortness of breath, probably either emphysema or heart issues that would adopt that because if you're laughing you get short of breath don't you so and then you mm. then you try and then maybe you panic and then maybe you asphyxiate or choke or whatever but he died of laughter back, i take back what i said about alcohol poisoning being the best way to go i think dying of laughter is probably the best way that'd be brilliant especially watching a good thing if, if see and the thing is, is what you were talking about the thing is the thing is alex mitchell's wife she wrote a letter to the goodies and she thanked them for making his last moments so pleasant. Oh, the goodies. Yeah, what did I say? Did I say the goonies? You said the goonies. That's why when you were okay. like, oh, there's a blank face, I was like, ain't no black pudding in the goonies. And that is one of my favourite movies. So finish on this one just to make it a bit more relatable. Uh, on October the 14th, 1920, 56-year-old Arthur Cobcroft, a dog trainer from Loftus Street, just to show that them shit jobs existed back then as well. Uh, he was reading a five-year-old newspaper and was amused at the prices for some commodities in 1915 as compared to 1920. He made a remark to his wife regarding this, burst out laughing, and collapsed and died. So he was like, shit was cheaper back then. Laughed and uh, died. That guy sounds like he gets out less than I do. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. No. No one read up on the past prices of toilet paper and can petrol and stuff because you could be on your way out. Yeah. When you hear about how. A litre of petrol used to be 79 pence at the Tesco petrol station back in like 2002. You will lose your shit laughing. Do you know what, right? Just as I decide, I remember getting on the bus for 32p. <laughs> and that was when buses were just coming into fashion, they'd just been invented shortly before the car when i started smoking like don't smoke it it's cool but it makes your teeth yellow but when i started smoking 10 cigarettes cost one pound 10p and you smoked it in one of them long like plastic black things that you put the cigarette did in i did i had to yeah. and then i, I had to light it. it there like that yeah, uh -huh. yeah. oh darling so you <laughs> where are we going tonight in manchester yeah I'm waiting for a bus, innit? Yeah. I had a gin and tonic in the other hand. Uh, mar <laughs> in, a, in a martini glass. Oh, hello. Waiting uh, at the bus stop in your Man City t-shirt. Yeah. So classy. 
Uh, and your sh- your man your Man City short shorts because that's what they the footballers wore back in the day, didn't they? They like fucking hot pants back in the day, weren't they? Yeah. I only know this because Dave he's got he's got like Liverpool TV or something, and they show like football matches from the seventies and stuff. And it's like, like your ass cheeks are hanging out the bottom. Like, how short do you want them? It's not necessary. Mm. That, I, I don't want to see that. No. That being said, a lot of young girls go out like that on a Friday and Saturday night nowadays. So. It's a mating ritual. Football's not a mating ritual. It's a game. Well, we'll see. You know it's true. Why do I always get bummed at the football? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, are you wearing really <laughs> short shorts? Because that answers your question. Possibly on both accounts. Mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, shouldn't be plying my wares around the football ground. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, to be perfectly honest, I, I, I'm not sure that I know anybody who hasn't seen your ass. So. Now would be a really good time if I had that picture. Now would be a really good time to put that up. I mean, it's all over Twitter. Just find it. In fact, we, you could set it as our thumbnail. Oh, oh, well, yes, but I mean, oof, you don't know you get in then. Uh, well, how about can you can we have like two thumbnails? Like have have my foot from the start, and then your ass, and then it caters to like. Yeah, that'll be our OnlyFans. That'll be our OnlyFans thumbnail. Uh, <laughs> Patreon thumbnail. <laughs> but yeah, on that bombshell, uh, that has been the depths of Wikipedia. If you don't follow it, go and have a look because there's just some random stuff that comes up, and I will be going over some other stuff in the future. Uh, but yeah. And if anybody wants my socks, feel free to drop us a message on Twitter. I have got a bunch that I just was just going to chuck in the wash, but tenner each, not a pair, each. Like, you get one for a tenner. Just uh, PayPal me, and yeah, you get them sent through the post. I've got a load with holes in, if you want I mean, them. As well. I think that's probably more of it. Is that yeah. fishnet tights? Yeah, it's more where my big toes come in through, because I don't cut my toenails, but... Anyway, on that bombshell, uh, this has been the M.O. Podcast with me, Contamation Sam. And we shall see you all next time. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. The M.O. Podcast. The M.O. Podcast. The M.O. Podcast. The M.O. Podcast.